Good morning, Maranatha. Once again, it is time for Sunday Morning Alive right here on our website. I am Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable, and we're so glad that you've joined us on this Sunday morning as we move into this holy, holy time uh, for our resurrection celebration coming up here in this coming month here. So we are so glad today that we can join with you and and begin to move forward in our faith. Even in the time of such discouragement and distractions, uh, people feel that they're like we've been through some kind of battle where we all have battle fatigue from the pandemic and from the political drama and from the wars and rumors of wars and from the end time events that are occurring all of it taken together uh, has has the uh, has has brought us to a place where many of us feel the pressure uh, to the point of being overwhelmed and overcome there's another sense of being overwhelmed and overcome that has to do with personal failure in our walk with God, failing to please Him, maybe bringing upon ourselves His chastisement. You know, the Scripture says that God chastens every son that He loves and scourges every one that He receives. God teaches us through failure uh, to overcome that that brought the failure so we can have true victory in our life. Uh, in fact, I believe we have to fail first in some area before we learn how to walk in a consistent victory. Amen. When we begin to walk in self-sufficiency, we are set up for failure. That's why I want to bring a message today uh, about coming full circle, coming full circle, full circle from defeat to victory, full circle from defeat to victory. Uh, Victory doesn't start with never failing. I want to make a statement. Now, God is not going to just, you know, set us up for failure. (laughs) We set ourselves up for failure. When a man says, behold, I stand, the scripture says he'd better take heed lest he fall. If you think you're standing today because of your ability, your strength, your ingenuity, your biblical knowledge, your gifts, you are set up. You are in a precarious position. The Apostle Paul was just about to fall into the pride of self-sufficiency before he found the key to consistent victory. And he saw obstacles in his way. He saw things that God did not remove out of his way to make, give him a smooth road to evangelism and to the, to accomplish the vision that God had given him. And God wanted him to accomplish it, but he didn't want him to fail in the midst of accomplishing these victories for God. He sought the Lord earnestly. He sought him thrice, and there was no answer from God. And now sitting in his, in his desperation for an answer, uh, for God to remove things out of the way, circumstances he was going through, persecutions and, and obstacles in his way. And the Lord spoke to his heart and said, My grace is sufficient for you. Amen. My grace is sufficient for you. 
And the apostle Paul got it. He said, an emissary was sent unto me uh, to buffet me from the devil, not to, to destroy me, but to, to give me the Give me problems to create trouble and obstacles. <laughs> Amen. And he said there was a purpose in it, and he saw it, lest I be lifted up above measure. There was given to me an emissary from Satan to buffet me. Amen. Lest he fall into the pride of his accomplishments, that he might begin to operate separate from God, independent from God, more dependent on his own God-given abilities. Did you hear me? His own God-given abilities instead of the God who gave him the abilities. He learned a lesson that when I am weak, then am I... See the full circle? See the full circle? He said, I would not have you to be rather, and I love his, his candor in, in 1 Corinthians. He said, he said, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, his letter to the Corinthians, of the trouble we experienced in Asia, how we, him and the other apostles, were pressed beyond measure and despaired of life itself. That's pretty big failure when you come to the place that you are so worn down and worn out as 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 so anointed and appointed gifted ministers that they they just despaired of life itself that we might learn not to trust in ourselves but in God who raises the dead that lesson is not learned in bible college i remember a man who came to me one time he was graduate of a school of ministry uh, they were going to plant churches they they when they came out of this this uh, time of teaching where ministers gathered together and took a course in church planting and, and church building and church expansion, which is very, very good. Motivational courses for that, I, I applaud. We all need to be highly motivated, particularly in this time of so many discouragements and distractions. But listen, he came and he t preached for us one Sunday and this was years ago, and he was so enthusiastic. Uh, he looked at our church uh, at that time running a little over a hundred, and he, 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 I could tell he was looking down on us because he, he had learned that you, 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 you just jump out there and you, you take the power of God and you, you go and you get out there and you, you shake uh, heaven and, and, and earth and build whatever you desire to build with your enthusiasm and your knowledge and your gifts and your anointing. And, and he, he called me Doc, uh, not because I have a doctor's degree he called him i don't know why he just said listen doc he said i'm going to build a church in this town we're going to take tampa for jesus and i thought good we need to take tampa for jesus I, god stationed me in one of the hardest communities and worst areas of tampa as an outpost so <laughs> i'm glad for the calvary to come <laughs> amen hallelujah amen send in the troops bring in the reinforcements that's fine with me i'm 
the door is open and I'm walked through it and I'm standing and teaching and preaching every Sunday. They break out the windows. I keep preaching. They, 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 they threaten my family and curse them and curse me. I just keep preaching. People come in the church to disrupt the, the service. I keep preaching a practicing witch sat on the back row trying to cast spells on everything that we were doing and I took it as a as a as as the enemy being afraid of what we were doing trying to shut us down and run us off and shut us up and that was almost 50 years ago glory be to God I'm going to tell you there is victory in Jesus but it doesn't start with with just standing on that mountaintop and never understanding that the only way we ever stood on a mountaintop is because of the grace and mercy that God granted us. And we never begin to work independent from Him, but we stay ultra-dependent on Him. The Apostle Paul put it this way, not that we are sufficient as of anything of ourselves, for our sufficiency is of the Lord. You see, coming full circle from failure to victory is the key, really, to all victory. Paul came a full circle, and he learned not to trust in himself, even though he was anointed, he was caught up into third heaven, and he learned why, that God didn't make his path smooth by removing every obstacle so he wouldn't have to pray and stay dependent on God. Lest I, isn't that a great introspection? Isn't that tremendous honesty and transparency to say unto the Lord, amen. I get it. I understand. I was falling into pride, the pride that comes through self-sufficiency. And he says, not that we are sufficient as of anything of ourself, for our sufficiency is of the Lord. If there's any victory in my life, he said, it's because it's a God-given victory. It is not because I am now so strong that without that humble, childlike dependence on God, that I can operate in the strength of my anointing, in the strength, yes, of the power and person of the Holy Spirit. But he said, by the grace of God, (laughs) I am what I am. The only reason the Holy Spirit is able to flow in such power is our humble dependence upon God and keeping that humble dependence on God. I'm going to read from Isaiah 60 where there was a great failure and a great chastisement because of it, but full circle out of that failure into the victory that would last and outlast the the problems and pressures that had been brought through that failure. Listen to Psalm 60. Amen. O God, Thou hast cast us off. Thou hast scattered us. This is failure, friend. Thou hast been displeased. O turn Thyself to us again. That's what we've been praying isn't it? Turn your face toward us. Restore that blessing. Listen to verse 2. Thou hast made the earth to tremble. Thou hast broken it. Heal the breaches thereof, for it shaketh. 
Thou hast showed thy people hard things. Thou hast made us to drink of the wine of astonishment. Thou hast given a banner to them that fear thee, that it may be displayed because of the truth. That thy beloved may be delivered, save with thy right hand, hear me. God has spoken in his holiness, I will rejoice. I will divide Shechem and mete out the valley of Sukkoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh is mine. Ephraim also is the strength of my head. Judah is my lawgiver. Moab is my washpot. Over Edom I will cast out my shoe. Philistia, triumph thou because of me. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me into Edom? The city of strength is, is the strong city he's speaking of. Will not thou, O God, which hast cast us off, and thou, O God, which didst go out with our enemies, give us help from trouble, <laughs> for vain is the help of man. Look at this full circle. This, 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 so many victories God had given to David, and now it looks like the enemies of God are going to take back the ground that David had gained through defeat to his enemies. Give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Listen to verse 12. This is that full circle. Here's where victory is re-obtained and sustained. Through God we shall do valiantly, for He it is that shall tread down our enemies. You know, when you give God-given victories in your life, it's real easy to think that you did it. Even through your anointing and your God-given abilities, God is the one that we have to return to in humble dependence. Because when we are tempted to work independently from God, we move into self-sufficiency. And self-sufficiency is always a formula for defeat. Give us help from trouble. For vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly, for He it is that will tread down our enemies. Listen, dear friend, today, I, 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 there, there's a beautiful scripture in 1 Corinthians 15, 57 and 58. It's talking about God-given victories. Uh, and it, 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 it says that death, where is your sting? Moving into the resurrection week, death, where is your sting? Grave, where is your victory? Death is swallowed up in victory. And that victory over death occurred when Jesus died on the cross, was buried, and rose again. Death was swallowed up in victory. And you can see the Apostle Paul looking to that that victory over death as the foundation for all victory. And it's all because God has raised up Jesus from the dead. Hallelujah. And Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Praise God. He's not just a resurrector because he raised Lazarus. He is the resurrection. Praise God. Amen. Friend of mine, thanks be unto God, he goes on to say, which gives us the victory through Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be you steadfast, 
unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for you know your labor is not in vain in in the Lord. Praise God. Listen, friend of mine, I believe that you have to come to where Paul was when he said we were overwhelmed through the persecutions and the troubles that were in our way and came our way in Asia until we despaired of life itself that we might learn. See, coming to an end of himself positioned him and postured him for the true God-given victory, which is the only true victory. Nothing you and I obtain, amen, is 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 victory for God <laughs> because true victory for God is a God-given victory, and we give him the glory for it. Now, I, 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 I was it who who was it that Trump that 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 was the first American to plant the flag on Mount Everest to climb Mount Everest? It was in National Geographic uh, years and years ago, showing the a picture of this man planting the American flag, first American to conquer Everest. But in the, in the story of that, in the back story of that, the man who planted the American flag was brought to that pinnacle of, of victory because of his serpa guide, a man who knew the mountain, who lived in the area, who had learned to breathe the air in those heights. And, and it, it, it is said that, that the man who planted the flag and got all of the allocades and all of the glory was out of breath, was weak, couldn't hardly take another step, but his guide who, who was from that area and knew the mountain and, and breathed the air in the high places. He, he, he reached the top before him and reached down and pulled him up so he could plant the flag. And in reality, the glory, the real victory was brought to him by someone who pulled him up. He didn't pull himself up. He didn't get there by himself. The man, Alex Haley, who wrote Roots, if you remember the background of many people of color here in America, a famous writer who became so famous for that book and enriched by it. In his office, he said he has a picture on the wall of a turtle that is on the top of a fence post. And he said, I keep it here. Every time that I, I am tempted because of my literary success, he said, I look at that picture and it gives me perspective. And someone asked him, well, what does that represent? What does, what does a turtle on the top of a fence post represent? He said, every time I look at that picture, I tell myself that turtle didn't get there by himself. Someone put him there, and he was acknowledging that God brought him the blessings that had come in his life, that he didn't do it through his intelligentsia, through his ingenuity, that this was something that was God-given. 
Dear friend of mine, every time we get a victory, it is a God-given victory. It is not to cause us to begin to operate in self-sufficiency, even, listen, even if we are highly anointed like the Apostle Paul through the many revelations, there was a danger. What was the danger? That he would begin to think of himself as self-sufficient, as higher uh, than, than, than all of the other apostles, that he would fall into the terrible trap of pride. I'm telling you today, amen, there's a scripture, it's very clear, isn't it? Humble thyself under the mighty hand of God. He will lift you up in due season. When he sees that when he prospers you and when he blesses you, that it won't ruin you through pride and self-sufficiency. Oh, friend of mine, today there's a danger of falling into that and sometimes coming to an end of ourself. Failure in that sense can posture us for the true and lasting victory. Glory be to God. Amen. Friend of mine, I want you to know that every, every time there is a victory in your life, you didn't get there by yourself. And if that victory is going to be a sustained victory, we're going to have to keep reminding ourselves, like Alex Haley did, with the picture of the turtle on a fence post. He didn't get there by himself. Friend of mine, God never wants us to begin to walk independently from Him. And if we do and find ourselves falling flat on our face, (laughs) that's the place to get up and come full circle back to victory. And that's what David was praying for here in Psalm 60. He said, I've displeased the Lord. Listen, one thing I think we need to do today is quit blaming the devil for every defeat in our life. The scripture is very clear in the book of Romans, isn't it? Amen. If God be for us, who can be against us? If God be for us, if you find yourself in failure, let's begin to be honest and transparent enough to ask ourselves, could it be that somewhere along the line we have failed the Lord? And that's why he's allowed our failure, because he wants to bring us full circle back to him. God is not being unfaithful when he allows us to fail. (laughs) In fact, it's his faithfulness that permits failure to teach us what? The Apostle Paul, I love his candor. I want to tell you once again, you don't hear this very much from some superstar preachers today, (laughs) amen, that that talk like that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm Superman. I'm Superwoman. I, 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 I don't have problems all i have is solutions i don't i don't have pressures all i have is pleasures and and life is a bowl of cherries and i live in this this beautiful bubble where nothing can touch me because of my faith and i manipulate life to be smooth sailing no stormy seas and i'm standing in my standing and i'm sta- and we should 
We should stand where we need to stand. But every time we take a stand, we should know in our heart that the reason we are standing is because of the victory that God has granted us because Jesus Christ went to the cross, was died upon that cross, was buried, and rose again the third day. is resurrection power in our life that keeps us going, but it's the resurrection itself that is the foundation and basis for all our victory. Death, where's your sting? Grave, where's your victory? Death is swallowed up in victory. Thanks be unto God, here it comes, who gives us the victory through Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast in his victory that is granted to us. Hallelujah. So every time we overcome, it's because he died, he was buried, and he rose from the dead. So the apostle Paul, I'm going to quote him again. I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, of the trouble we experienced in Asia, how we were pressed beyond measure, and we despaired of life itself. That, here's the full circle, from failure to stand on that mountaintop, to live in that bubble, to stay in that place where we, you know, have you remember the song, Home, Home on the Range, where the deer and the antelope play, where never is heard a discouraging word, and the skies are not cloudy all day. That's not what we're promised, <laughs> amen, down here in this world. There is no such place. There's no place to go to hide from trouble, but there is a place to hide when trouble comes. Rock of ages, cliff for me, <laughs> let me hide myself in thee. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and are safe. Hallelujah. When I am weak, Paul said, then, full circle, look at it, full circle, then am I made strong. Praise the Lord. Amen. Listen, God allows problems and pressures to seemingly overwhelm us if we are beginning to move independent from Him so that we will come full circle back to childlike, sincere dependence on Him. Amen. When I am weak because of what He permits, then am I made strong. And there's another thing that happens. I begin to search myself and see if I have displeased him somewhere and some way. I want to fix that. God wants me to fix that. Because if I will come before him and I will confess, amen, that I have displeased him, that I've sinned against him, that I have failed him, and I will ask him for help and strength to overcome, amen, that is victory it has begun listen if you if you have failed quit blaming the devil quit blaming the devil for every failure because if god is for us who can be against us amen 
the question we need to ask if we experience failure in some area. Is God truly for us? Can He be truly for us? Are we walking in obedience to Him as far as we know? Are we walking in dependence upon Him? Are we walking in the sufficiency that grace provides, not that our personal abilities provide us? I want to finish a story before we finish this message today. That preacher that came to me and called me, Doc, listen, Doc, I'm going to shake this city. I said, wonderful, we need. We need more and more. Listen, I wasn't trying to compete with him, compare with him, but I knew the neighborhood we were in. I knew the city that we were in, and I knew that this isn't an easy place to preach the gospel. Many, many singing groups that used to come to the city, back then to Curtis Hickson Hall, many more places now to have venues, but back Back then, they quit coming because of the lack of spiritual concern, the lack of attendance of Christians. Uh, it was kind of a, well, it was a tough assignment. And we were in a tough, tough neighborhood known for crime and known, known for drug addicts and drug pushers and prostitution. God, God gave us an assignment. Our church was two blocks behind the X-rated theater and bars and pawn shops and cheap motels. And that was our assignment. <laughs> and friend of mine, you can, you can get all the books and teachings and you can have enthusiasm and everything else. But when you, when you get in a place like that, if your victory isn't God given, there won't be no victory. <laughs> You're not going to last. Well, we, we outlasted the persecutions and we outlasted because God was with us and God was for us. And we did see so, we didn't see the whole city shaken. But we saw souls come to Christ through years of faithfulness and sowing the seed of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. Praise God. Amen. But we didn't do it in our strength. We were kept by the grace of God and that and that alone. Praise the Lord. And we quit blaming the devil. Amen. That's important to accept and own our failure and say, could it be, could it be that there's something that I need to get right between me and my master and my savior? Oh, he loves it. He's not going to cast us off forever. Amen. He's not going to take our enemy's part to punish us if we learn the lesson that the chastisement has been allowed for. And Paul learned it. He said, I'm going to take pleasure in what used to consider pressure. Amen. I, I, I'm not going to interpret things like you're unfaithful because I prayed and, and I, I, I didn't see the way just open up. I had to stay in prayer. I had to open my life and heart before you. <laughs> he said, I finally got it. Your grace is what I need as the foundation for all the power gifts and all of the anointing and all of the appointing. I need a foundation of grace because grace keeps me humbly dependent on you. It gives me the strength to bear up under all these things, not the ability to never face them. And it then, and I have to stay dependent on you. I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, 
the trouble we experienced in Asia, how we were pressed beyond measure, despaired of life itself. That's failure in anybody's book. Failure to stand in faith. Failure to to stand up and be strong. Listen, that we might learn not to trust in ourselves, but in God who gives us the victory. Praise God. That's a God-given victory. And that's the only true victory that we will ever know in our life. Amen. Thou hast cast us off, but thou hast not cast us off forever. Who will bring me into the strong city? Who will lead me into Edom? Psalm 69 and 10. Will not thou, O God, which hast cast us off, and thou, O God, which did not go out with our enemies, give us help from trouble, for vain is the help of man. Through God we shall do valiantly, for he it is that will tread down our enemies. God-given victory. The man that came back with such enthusiasm, called me Doc. Amen. He came by and he was on his way out of Tampa. He had given up on Tampa. He he got a group of people together, good dedicated people to follow him and they bought uh, and and this is an act of faith, and I p- applaud it. They bought a a, 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 a closed-down grocery store and turned it into a church and filled it with enough chairs to, to that several hundred people could attend. And they did real good for a few months. And then they had a big problem within. The church split, and the man became discouraged and disheartened. And the giving stopped, and they just decided to let that place go uh, for almost didn't didn't even recover the money they put into it, uh, and they had financed the rest, and the bank was closing in and and they they just let it go. He was gave up on the city of Tampa that he came by faith to shake, and I applaud the faith. I wasn't competing with him. I know where I was assigned. And I was trying to fulfill my assignment in my area of this old town. And I would love to shake this city, amen, <laughs> for God. And, and we have been faithful for going on. We're headed for 50 years, 47, 48, in this city, proclaiming the gospel. And from this city, proclaiming the gospel to the nations of the world. And I want to be very careful here to say this. The only reason we're still standing declaring the gospel in this city and to the nations of the world is because of the grace of God I have been I have been I have been lower than a snake's belly in a wagon rut, as they put it. I have been so down. (laughs) I'd have to look up to see bottom. I have been in total personal and physical defeat and weakness to the point of nervous exhaustion. Only the grace of God, only the goodness of God has been able to keep me from 
failing completely and falling. Not from God, not from the faith, but failing to stand and keep proclaiming the gospel. But friend of mine, God is faithful. There is a full circle, a full circle. I have known the ecstasy of victory and I have known the agony of personal defeats. But I want you to know Every victory is a God-given victory. And when it's God-given, it will be sustained if we never forget. It's only through Him. His death, His burial, His resurrection, that we are able to walk in any semblance of victory. And we need to remember it when we're down in the valley that God will lift us up and take us through. And we need to especially remember it when we're standing on the summit of victory, on the pinnacle of victory. And remember, it's God who got us there and not we ourselves. <laughs> Hallelujah. Paul talked about having no confidence in the flesh, <laughs> none whatsoever, and no confidence in others necessarily. We shouldn't be jaded, and, 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 but we should understand that the arm of flesh, our own or trusting others, is not going to sustain us. It's our trust in faith in the one who never fails. <laughs> Hallelujah, who is raised from the dead. All victory is based on His victory. My beloved brethren, I would not have you ignorant the trouble we experienced in Asia, how we were pressed beyond measure and despaired. Can you imagine what a negative confession that seems to be when reality it was bringing Him once again full circle to the place where God could grant a victory through grace to him so that he could exhibit and use the power and the anointing that was upon him. Praise God. Today, have you failed? You're not a failure because you fail. You're a failure because you fail to get up and refocus your faith upon God. Not anyone else, not yourself, not your gifts, not your anointing. Not your ingenuity, not your intelligence, but on God through Jesus Christ. Thanks be unto God, which gives us the victory. Hallelujah. David came back <laughs> and God gave David victory again. Glory to God. Full circle from defeat to victory. Let's come full circle today. Let's get up. Let's repent of whatever we need to repent of and let's go on. God is waiting to re-energize us, to re-enterate His original vision for us to accomplish. And let's be about our Father's business and let's do it in the strength that He gives us and let's do it with grace and humility and dependence upon Him. And we're going to be able to finish our course and finish it with joy. Today, if you don't know Jesus, I urge you 
I urge you, swallow that pride of self-sufficiency. Acknowledge, I have no hope except His forgiveness. And I repent of my sin. And I run to Jesus, who raised Himself from the dead and who can raise me from the dead works that sin has created. He can resurrect me right now and resurrect me when Jesus comes. But I've got to come clean with Him and come back to Him. Let's come full circle. You might have been raised in church and fell away. Come back to Christ. Come full circle. And let's walk in a God-given victory. And hold the land that He's given us till Jesus comes. Amen and amen.